Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Content Profit Show. This is Jeff Herring, your host, and I am so glad you're here because of what you're going to get today. And I didn't take off the, um, the um, keep it playing, the, the loop thing on there. So, how about if we just do this music the whole time? What do you think? Um, Why not? Hit pause. Okay. So before we get to the main event, everyone, coming up on Monday, we have one of our students, Wendy, coming in, and we're going to turn her content, her article, into an information product. Now, the preliminary conversation looks like we're going to do something, I'm calling it a hybrid model, sort of an ebook mini class. Okay. So don't miss that. Four o'clock Monday. It's going to be all about, you know, a really popular. Um, totally making money online issue. So he called energy healing. Okay. So I love it that it's not, you know, something like that. Right. Um, so um, let's get to the main event here. Glad you guys are here. Uh, I know Cindy Bidar from the old NAMS workshops, novice to advanced marketing system. And I really thought she had spoken there. I, I, we had a conversation about it one day. She said, I never spoke there. She was one of the students that do what a lot of y'all do she took massive action on it. Okay. And went from, from job to six figure income online. And we'll get into that a little bit. Um, Cindy, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It's a pleasure. Um, so tell us a little bit about that, that, that journey from job NAMS and what you're doing now. So, uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, 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 far away. away. Yeah. <laughs> I just said it if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I had a day job that kind of sucked and uh, the economy was kind of crappy and I needed some extra income. So I discovered that people were making money online. And you were actually one of the very first people I, I, I don't want to say I met because I didn't met you. I didn't meet you until we went to NAMS, but um, you were one of like one of the first kind of influencers before that was a thing uh, that I came across online. You well, were talking you. about article marketing at that time. You were the right. article marketing guy, right? I remember. So I, I followed you. Uh, I followed your, your teachings. And then um, I got hired by a guy named David Perdue to uh, write some sales pages for him. I've heard of him. Some people call him my brother. Yeah. You, you kind of got the the matching hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He hired me to write a couple of sales pages for him and I wrote them and he paid me and I didn't hear from him for, for several weeks after that. And then he called me up one day out of the blue and left me a message and said, please call me when you have a minute. And, uh, I was, you know, my self-confidence was, you know, like here. Right. And right. I, I was, I was at work and I was convinced that he was calling me up to tell me how terrible my sales pages were and that he wanted his money back and, you know, all kinds of ter terrible stories I made up in my head. Yeah, so I got really, out of, I got out of work. Stories. Yes. So I got out of work that day and I called him and he said, I need a project manager. How much would you charge me for 20 hours a week? Sweet. And I was blown away. So I went to work for David. Uh, as project manager before that I'd just been doing, you know, freelance writing. I don't think after, I knew this piece. After work. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, David introduced me to somebody named Nicole Dean, 
who was also looking for a project manager and she hired me. And that was at a NAMS event that he introduced me to her. And I went home from that event and told my husband I was quitting my job and I was going to go to work online full time. And my husband went, what (laughs) (laughs) are you crazy? So that was the beginning. And now he's your behind the scenes guy, right? Rick is, Rick is my hold it all together. Make it, make me look good guy. There yeah. you go. So he got convinced, huh? Okay. Yeah. 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 It took so a while. From from zero to six figures in like a day, right? I actually went from zero to six figures really quickly. It's it's surprisingly easy to do as a service provider, provided you're willing to work 60 or 70 hours a week. You know, if you're if you're willing to put those kind of hours in, you can make a tremendous amount of money as a freelancer. And and I did. I my first full year in business, we earned six figures, and which was a huge difference from where I had been because I was at my day job, I was making like thirty five thousand dollars a year. Wow, so that it was is a big, big difference. It was a big increase for us. Yeah, so how <laughs> but it was a go, lot of work. How did you go from project manager to what you're doing now? <sighs> Along about. 2017, I was, I, I wasn't a project manager for very long. What I, what I ultimately ended up doing was, um, technical VA stuff. So I was kind of the person that you called if you needed to build a membership site, or if you needed to put your shopping cart stuff together, or you wanted to move from a Weber to convert kit or things like that. Right. I was, I was doing kind of techie stuff. Um, and 2017, I was making really good money. I was making well over six figures at this point. I was, you know, doing really well, but I was working really hard and I had a lot of clients and I decided that I was working too hard for the amount of money I was making. And I wanted to do something that required a lot less of me and still earned a good living. So I sat my husband down again and I said, I'm going to fire all my clients. And he said, what? (laughs) And yeah, we, we decided that we were going to take all of that knowledge that I had, all of that information that, that I had learned, you know, I'd, I'd been doing that for, uh, for eight or eight or nine years at that point, I'd been working kind of behind the scenes. I had my, my fingers in all kinds of different platforms. I was, I was well-versed in things like Infusionsoft and different email platforms and WordPress and different website builders and shopping carts. I knew all of the things so we decided that we were going to take all of that information that I had and turn it into training instead and eventually fire all of my clients. And we ultimately did that. I released my last client in 2020. So okay. So not too long ago. Not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. She was, well, she was what I'm hearing is my last client. So yep. what's that? Your last client? Yep. That was, that was my last one. She hung on for a while, but uh, we finally, I we finally let her go. What I what I hear in that, Cindy, is there was there were two times that y'all had an extreme amount of courage, job to project management. And then, you know, some people hear that firing clients and and freeze up inside. I mean, firing your last client, you went from job to project management, from project management to what do you call yourself now? What I call myself now, I call myself a course creator, membership site owner. Okay, that's a good title. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people out here that want to know about being a course creator, being a membership. What did you call it? A membership? What? Membership site owner. Membership site owner. Okay. So 
Um, I was teasing you before we went live um, about asking you what your content profit model was. And folks, yeah. I was telling Cindy, I was very proud of that phrase, content profit model, because I made it up about an hour and a half ago. So um, <laughs> you'll probably be hearing more of that from me. So as a, as a course creator and membership site owner, what's your content profit model? My content profit model is basically, well, in terms of content marketing for profits, it's email. It's, it's email and my podcast. These are the, these are my two big traffic drivers. And, you know, in terms of content profit model, I guess you would say that it is all of the content that I create for my membership because everything that I do is kind and everything that we all do is content in some form, sure. right? Sure. It's your, your, your focus is on, on writing articles and content in that way. Mine is on email and my, my podcast and creating courses and creating um, resources for my six figure systems members. So it's all, you know, it's all content. It is. It all starts it, life there. And I really want people to hear that part when you said email. Mm. Okay? Yes. Because email is a form of content. Yes, so absolutely. Your, your two main ways of getting people in are email and your podcast. Correct. Okay. Yep. All right. How long yep. have you been doing the podcast? I've been doing the podcast uh, just over a year. Awesome. And we'll get everybody a way to, to listen to that too. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a, it's a good one. I learned a lot from it, especially the way you close it. I like the way you close it. <laughs> All right. So um, in your, in your model, okay, you've got, You've got, I've lost track of how many courses you have. It's right? more than 50. Yeah, I, I would yeah. say at least. Yeah. Um, and they're all part of the membership. Yep. And and for a time, you sold those courses separately. Do you still? I do still, yeah. Yep. Okay, okay. Because I knew one time you were thinking about making it all inside the- We, we experimented with that a little bit, and then we brought them back out and said, you okay. know, it's not fair to force people to join a membership because they want one single course. So- okay. so one of the things I really like to look at in a membership site is, okay, sounds great, recurring income, all that stuff. What's the service delivery time per month? Okay. Because I've worked with a lot of people that have, you know, they were, they were doing more hours managing their membership site than they were in their J-O-B. Mm. You know, it it can happen. Backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And so for you, approximately. Maybe 20 hours a month total. 20 hours a month. Yeah. Okay. So where I went to school, that's about five hours a week. About five hours a week. Yeah. That That's that's exciting. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll play the audience out there. How in the world do you run something so successful? Because you're at, you're at over 500 at $47 a month right now, right? Yeah. We're, we're at about 550, 550 members right now. Okay. Um, yeah. That's, that's not, that's not. I, too bad. It's it's nothing to shake a stick at. No. Um no. I think it's really important though that that people understand that I didn't start out spending 5 hours a week running right. the membership. Right. This is this has been 4 years that we've been doing this. In fact, this is September is our 4 year anniversary. So we've been doing this for a long time. We've uh kind of honed and perfected the systems and the processes that allow that to happen. So it's not, I get a little annoyed with people who say, you know, oh, you can, you can run a 
you know, you can run a six figure membership in five hours a week. And, and they're yeah. promoting that to people who don't have yeah. the yeah. infrastructure already. And, and it's, it's not true. What they leave yet, what they leave out is, yeah, you can do that five years from now. Yes, exactly. When, when you've had the experience and built the infrastructure. Right. You can't do it today. Right. <laughs> right. It's not realistic. And, so how, how and long I, did it take you to go from first member to, to five fifty? Uh, let's see. We actually hit 500 members January of this year. So we, it's, it's grown steadily over time. Um, the first year, the first year at one point we had like 250 members and then it dropped back down and we, it, as we were working on our funnels and our sales processes, uh, we were losing members and we got down to, I don't know, like 170 at one point was kind of the lowest. And then we we revamped everything, rebuilt the site, rebranded everything and just really did a complete overhaul of it. And it's continued to go up every month after that. So I love it. I love it. And so uh, how, how often do you create a course? I create a new workshop every month for the members. So I, sometimes I create, and, and there's a distinction there, I guess I should, I guess I should define the difference, right? Between a workshop and a course, as I far as I'm concerned. Yes. So a course to me has video that you can watch on your own time. So you, you buy a course and you consume it whenever it's convenient for you. A workshop is a one and done thing where we get together live and you can watch the replay if you choose to. If you can't be there live, that's fine. But it is a an, an all-inclusive thing where we are, there's more interaction between me and the attendees and between me and, and my, my members so that it's it allows us to dig more deeply into things. They get their questions answered. They get a lot more support from me in the workshop style than they do in the course style, I feel. And, and I think, I think the members feel it too, because they do tend to like the workshops over the courses. So do you think it's the live piece that makes that? I think that's part of it. Yeah. I think people like the live piece. I, I think a lot of times what we do, and I know this is true for myself, you've probably experienced it as well. We get excited about a course, we buy a course, and then we log in and watch the first two videos and yeah. never go back to it. Right. And it becomes shelf help. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, you know, it, it just running the the live thing with the interaction just makes people much more likely to actually consume the content and and put it to use, which is what course creators want, right? We want people to use this. Go use that stuff, right? I heard. I mean, wait, what was that? Can I, can I write <laughs> <Yes>. that down? <laughs> <laughs> write that it's down. I like use that. that later. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think the I think the workshop style really works for people, especially today. They're looking for. You know, you and I have been around long enough, right? We know that that the the big thing used to be these great big multi-module courses with 47 lessons and 18 hours of video. And it took eight weeks to go through and it was like $3,000. And, yeah, and, and a big box full of workbooks they send you. Right. In the, in the actual mail, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Before we've kind of seen, yeah, we've kind of seen, seen the, the switch from that to smaller and smaller and smaller courses yeah. and I, workshops just really fit right in with that model because they're, they're small, they're compact. You get 
a lot of results in a very short period of time. They're easy to consume. They're easy to take action on and you move on to the next thing. And that's really what people are looking for today. That's right. Do, do any of your workshops become courses? Yes. Yeah. Some of them do. Okay. Okay. Cause I'm thinking that I can't remember the last time I did a course, although I've got several on the runway um, that I didn't do live. Mm. I just like the live interaction. Mm -hmm. so yep. It's kind of a hybrid about what we're, what do you call that? A, a workshop course or a course workshop or. Yeah. A, well, I would call it a hybrid model. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. like that phrase. Hybrid. Yeah. When you always say hybrid model, it always makes you sound sophisticated. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good thing. Um, and so over 50 courses in there, um, what else is involved in your membership? So inside Six Figure Systems, we have the, the when, and when I say we have 50 courses, that includes things like workshops and toolkits and checklist packs and email templates and all of those things that are all packaged up. There's 50 or 60 of those in there. We have live Q&A calls every other, basically every other week, twice a month. Those are all recorded and the replays are all available. So there's like 100 hours of Q&A call replays in there. Um, we have, we just launched a forum, a private forum just for members so that people can come in and get support and accountability and brainstorm with other members, which has been phenomenal. And they get to come in and they get to show off their, show off their stuff, their landing pages and their courses that they're working on and their new podcast shows that, that they've got launched and all of those exciting things. So that's, that's always familiar. fun. Yeah, to be able to support people like that in real time is yeah. is really a lot of fun. I I think it's gonna it's gonna be a really great addition to the membership. And like I said, we just launched it like last month, so it's it's been a learning curve so far for all of us, but it's been a lot of fun. So we get that, and um, yeah, that's. So I've been wanting to ask you this for a while, and it just popped back in my head. Yeah, because um, you get a lot of questions on those Q and As. I do. And and you do something I've never seen anybody do before. You're time stamping them as you go. Oh, yeah. So that somebody can come back and go. I mean, I love going back to your Q&As. If I've got a miss or something and I put in a question, I don't got to listen to the whole thing. Nope. I just look. Click, and click the link and it jumps right to your I question. Know. I find that incredible. So here's my question. What's the, the craziest, weirdest, silliest question you've ever been answered that made you have to like bite the inside of your mouth not to laugh oh wow i don't know if i can think of a crazy silly question i thought you were going to use one of mine but... i know i i honestly can't think of anything that's been that crazy that somebody has asked me probably the the thing that i had the hardest time answering was when somebody asked me for a laptop recommendation i'm like I don't know. Go to the Mac store and buy the most expensive one. That's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> or another answer would be the one you have. Yeah, the one you have. Yeah, exactly. That's the one to use, right? Yeah. Hardware is not my thing. Ask me about software. I can recommend software all day long, but hardware is not my thing. So is that Rick's that was, thing? What's that? Thing? Is that Rick's thing? Yeah, hardware. hardware? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, folks, one of the things I can say. One of the best things I can say about Cindy's six-figure systems program is I'm a member, okay? And I've been at this 17 years now, um, and I'm still learning from there. And um, I'm thinking one of the I think I'm one of those strange people that asks a question every every session, don't I? You do. You know, 
I, I truly appreciate that. I really do because it is those core members who show up week after week on the calls and who always ask questions. Those are the people that are most engaged and those are the people who are making the most progress. They're the ones that are getting the results because they, they, they're taking action. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that kind of works. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I really like about six figure systems is you have a roadmap in there from, from zero to whatever. Yeah. And yep. so um, that's real rare. Most people just don't have that. You're great at onboarding. I'm learning from that. Um, without giving away the store, what can you share about the roadmap? The roadmap is really important for people. So what, what I found in the early days of the membership, when we had a handful of courses, we had 10 or 12 or 14 courses in there. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad, right? People can log in, they can see everything, they can decide what they're going to do. The more content you add to a membership, the more confusing and overwhelming it becomes for people. Mm -hmm. They drop in, they see this, this ocean of things that they could be looking at. And that's it, a good word for it. Yeah. Just it, <laughs> and I'm going to talk draw. about analysis paralysis, right? Yeah, what should yeah. I do first? I don't know what to do first. So the roadmap allows me to say, go start here. This is this is the process that you need to follow. And you can follow it if you're absolutely brand new, you don't have an online business, you don't even know what you want to have a business about, you start at the very beginning. It walks you through the steps that I recommend in the order that I recommend them. So we start with getting your foundations in place, getting your website up, getting your, your um, email list set up so that you can start building subscribers, creating content to drive traffic to that, uh, to that subscriber, to that opt-in form that you've created. So it walks you through each step in the process and it has the recommended training for you to study to work through that, that process and get those systems set up. Or if you're, you know, if you've been around for a little while, like you have, and you've got a lot of these things set up, you can look at the roadmap and go, yeah, I'm doing pretty good on email list building. I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good on content. I probably have that figured out, but maybe I need some help, you know, scaling. And you can skip to that section of the roadmap instead. You don't have to follow it from the very beginning. I'm, I'm not, you know, forcing you to say, you know, to start with, with the beginner steps, if you're already past that, you can pick and choose where you want to go, but it just provides a framework for people to follow. I love that. And so somebody all the way from, they're still trying to figure out the identity of Earl, you know, URL, um, all the way to somebody that's experienced can, can grab that roadmap and start, start from where they are. Right. Exactly. I love that. That is, that is so rare. And I think really excites the folks. I put the link up on the line. I mean, up on the, um, wherever it is, um, to Six Figure Systems, the contentprofitshow.com forward slash Cindy. Um, you can go to that link. And if you're watching this on the website, it's right over to the right, a little a little box where you can click on that too um, and get to the same place. Um, and that's true whether you're listening to this live, whether you're listening to this in, you know on the replay or on the podcast or whatever. Um, the contentprofitshow.com forward slash Cindy. And if you're watching on the, um, the website, it's all right there. Cindy, what would you say to the folks that are like, all right, Cindy, you did this and Jeff, you did that, but, but you're one of them, you know, you're one of those people that just got it, you know, mm. and I, I, 
I don't. What do I, what would you say to them? I would say that don't lie to yourself. Ooh. Because I like that. I'm, I am not, and I, I'm not going to speak for Jeff, but I'm not any smarter than anybody else. I'm not any more talented than anybody else. I don't have better connections than anybody else. What I did do differently than most people that I see, the people who are out there who are saying, I just don't, I don't have it in me. What I did differently than those people is I showed up. I showed up consistently day after day after day, and I did the work. And I, I think uh, I see Jeff nodding along here. I think he'd probably say the same thing. In fact, I think I've heard you say that you were told at one point that you were a terrible writer. And now look at you. I was. I never finished my PhD and in uh, counseling psychology because they told me I couldn't write. I believed them. Didn't well, I, I never way. finished my associate's degree in anything. So there okay. you go. Okay. Well, see, <laughs> well, look, look how we turned out, right? Exactly. And and it reminds me of what you're saying about that, about, you know, don't lie to yourself. I was your not completely garden variety therapist back in Tallahassee in the day. I mean, I, I did a lot of work with teenagers, which terrified people. Um, to me, they're fun. Um but I was looking for, for, you know, some way to get more word out and, you know, a, a way to do something differently. And I, I, I read this guy's column in the paper about parenting. Okay. And, and two things hit me about it one day. I thought, well, you know, this guy's name, let's just call him Jim Smith. Um, he wasn't always Jim Smith. You know, he started out as Jim Smith. Mm -hmm. you know, he just decided to do something. And the other thing that I noticed about it is I agreed with most of what he said, but I could sure say it nicer and better. I mean, even his, even his photo in the column looked like he was sucking on a lemon. You know? <laughs> and so I, I can, and you know, and, and, you know, you're going to mess up folks. Last night I watched somebody doing a demonstration about, you know, burning up some money, burning money. And they tried to light it and it just wouldn't work. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but one of the marks of a great uh, speaker that she did, I mean, it was a horrible event, but she used it and, and went yeah. on, you know? And so I still got to catch up with her and compliment her and say, next time, just a little bit of lighter fluid <laughs> at the bottom of that stuff and do the trick. Okay? Um, that's the same thing. Yeah, that's right. Use the lighter fluid. Um, that's to say we all mess up. I remember the first time watching a, a, a new, new news show locally where somebody was being interviewed, a therapist. And I'm like, I can do better than that. Okay. And so I send her some stuff and I go in and I'm thinking we're going to have a conversation like this. Right. And I'm still getting over how small that room that looks so big actually is, you know, yeah. and like the weather thing was, I could almost touch it from where I was sitting. And then um, like 15 minutes before we went live, they're putting a bug in my ear because I'm taking call-in questions. Oh, no pressure. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> you know, talk about baptism by fire. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, you, you do these things, folks, and you start out and you and you get your scars and you get your elbows and knees bloodied. Um, and then, you know, the, the thing you said, Cindy, I love consistency. Yeah. And that's absolutely. so rare. hundred uh, percent. Back in my two or three times a week racquetball days, that was our phrase. You know, you're playing great and then you totally miss a shot. You know, consistency is the key. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's true for us too. 
It is, it is 100% true. It, it's, it really does make the difference between somebody who is successful in, in anything, not just business, but successful in anything that you're trying to do, showing up consistently and doing it, even, even when you, you know, get your elbows and knees bloodied. Cause a lot of times that's where, that's where people, people check out, right? They, they make a mistake or they, they, um, have a, um, um, they have a launch that fails or whatever. And, and they say, well, this just isn't for me. Well, yeah, that's, that's just the price you pay for being in business. And yeah. when you learn to get past that and learn to use that to your advantage, instead, then you, uh, you know, then you, you go on to find success as long as you keep showing up and you keep being like consistent. even even when you don't feel like it even when you don't feel like what it the heck does that have to do with it Absolutely. so linda's got a pretty good question that if we answer she'll probably join along with a bunch of other people um and i just want to spend time on the first part what is the essence of cindy's membership did you know you had an essence cindy the essence of cindy's membership is in the systems and in the consistency so i you know, this is a good example of doing things wrong and still being successful, right? Because I did, I did the whole membership site thing totally wrong. I, I, I ignored the advice that said you should niche way down, go, go uh, an inch wide and a mile deep, as somebody once said to me. And I, I went, I went broad. I went. I'm just going to teach people to run an online business. So that's what I do. I teach people how to start an email list and how to grow an email list and how to sell from email. I teach people how to create products, how to how to write sales pages, how to hire a team member, um, all of the different things that go into running a business. There are courses and and resources inside Six Figure Systems to help you do that. But more importantly, to help you establish the systems that let you do it over and over and over again with consistency, because that's really the important thing that, that you have to master when you can do these things over and over and over again consistently. And you have those processes in place, it allows you to repeat what's working and eliminate what's not working and ultimately end up working five hours a week. Yeah. And, and, and not spending all of your time behind your computer. Right? What I really like about systems is that it allows you to get up every day knowing what you're going to do instead of making it up over breakfast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that makes a huge difference. Cindy, really, thank you so much for being here. It's, it's been a pleasure. Um, if you guys like this, you'll really like what's inside six figure systems. Okay. Right on the screen there. Or if you're listening to the podcast, it's the contentprofitshow.com forward slash Cindy. And any, any final words, my friend? Just uh, want to say thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and to get in front of your uh, get in front of your audience. I know they love you so much. You have such a big fan base, and they they really appreciate what you do. And I so appreciate the fact that you have been consistently talking about content creation for how long now? Seventeen years. Seventeen years, never yeah. wavered. So this is really the—I mean, this is the epitome of what it takes to to really find success. Really, you you found your niche and you you went for it, and you you continue to, uh, to continue to go for it, even when things happened like article marketing went. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You still talk about content, and I yeah. I just find that so fabulous. Yeah. Well, I, thanks. So and it, it's funny how how that has come back around because a lot of what I'm doing like on medium now is talking about how to change an article 
into a product, how to convert an article into a product. Right. Yeah. And so you can convert any kind of product. I mean, any kind of um, content into a product, but it seems like the ones that people most want are articles. So, you know, yeah. it's come full circle, but I'm still doing both. All right. Thank you, my friend. Guys, again, if this, if you love this stuff, and I know you did, there's the link, the contentprofitshow.com forward slash Cindy, and we will catch you next time. Thanks, everybody.